0: This is a Radio 1 91 FM podcast.
1: Under the Christchurch call, a joint initiative has been announced between New Zealand and the United States, Twitter and Microsoft, to research the impact of social media algorithms on its users. In an attempt to address harmful and extremist online content, the partners are building technology to better understand how social media algorithms work and ultimately enhance the privacy and safety for those online. We are now joined by Dr. Sajana Hatotua, Research Leader for the Disinformation Project and University of Otago Research Fellow. Kia ora, how's it going?
0: Very good. Thanks for having me.
1: So to start off with, I um, just kind of want to talk about social media algorithms in general. Like, they conceptually appear appealing by showing you content you want to see, right? But in reality, this comes with unseen and wider implications to its users. Could you tell us more about what social media algorithms actually do and how we currently understand them to work?
0: We don't understand them to work, which is, I think, a good place to start as any. Um, The artificial intelligence and what's called machine learning um, are specific domains that go into how algorithms present content to us, whatever products that we use. Um, And part of the problem around explaining or addressing this issue is that the companies don't themselves understand what's going on and wrong with these algorithms um, and I suppose one way to look at it is if you like a particular brand of cola to drink um, it is pretty much the same recipe wherever in the world that you might bite um, uh, so a cola drink in New Zealand would taste the same across the Tasman and largely say, taste the same whether you bite back home in Sri Lanka Algorithms, though, are a different beast altogether. There are thousands, if not millions, competing just on the same platform. So Instagram itself is not just one algorithm. It's many, 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 many algorithms. And then you take Facebook, and Facebook pages is different to Facebook groups, and then you take YouTube, and then you take TikTok, and then you take Twitter, And even within one company, it's a multiplicity of algorithms leave aside the industry writ large. Um, And it's really hard to grasp the nettle of how these things work. I think most listeners would understand it as the way in which content is presented to them, and that's largely correct. But the devil is in the details, and the degree to which algorithms are called black boxes is because we don't quite understand from outside these companies how they work. And I think one of the interesting things about P.M. Ardern and President Macron's announcement this time around, which actually, by the way, just so that listeners know, is one of P.M. Ardern's um, interests since last year. So this is not new. And I think that context is important. And how uh, Aotearoa New Zealand is leading the global discussions around more accountable, transparent, algorithmic frameworks that are ...placed under scrutiny by researchers like myself... ...such that harms are minimized, right? So one of the things about this co- this time, uh, this announcement... ...is that um, there is an attempt to understand how w- the companies... ...that have agreed to be part of this, Twitter, uh, for example... Um, ...will allow research to determine the degree to which... ...their algorithms are contributing to harm... And that will present itself as examples that may help the industry develop better algorithms while at the same time protecting user privacy. So that's a bit of a mouthful, and we can see them struggling to kind of explain to listeners how this all works. It is a difficult area. Uh, A lot of people don't quite understand it. And what is, I think, uh, a bit concerning is that... um, a little bit of understanding may lead to uh, a degree of uh, an approach to algorithms that is not really entirely correct. And that is also something you should be mindful of.
1: Right. Um, you mentioned that this is not a new motion, like mm-hmm. something Jacinda Ardern's been interested in a while. How have algorithms managed to come this far and remain so secretive, um, especially as we're aware of the harm that they can cause? Um.
0: Well, it's not new for people like myself who come from the global south, but we are having the discussion after March 2019's events in this country that then led to the establishment of the Christchurch call. Um, And I must say that because uh, the global north has been in that sense as a consequence of horrible, tragic events um, late to the realization of the degree to which algorithms can contribute to hate, hurt, and harm and violent extremism that were evident in what Nobel Peace laureate Maria Ressa calls the petri dishes of social media, which is her country, the Philippines, and other global South countries like my uh, like my home, uh, Sri Lanka, where it for over a decade it was evident that the fans of fury and a frothing, feverish venomous, vindictive violent discourse because they generated engagement were the ones was the content and the commentary that was amplified the most across the board, right? I mean, across all of these uh, companies, uh, product and platform surfaces. So um, that question is an interesting one because it it raises the the question again around what the industry was doing for so long. And then of course the question is quite o- the, the answer is quite obvious. I mean they were more interested in what's called growth hacking, um, expanding their user base and sc- subscriber base mm-hmm. uh, to the detriment of any kind of real emphasis and investment around controlling and curtailing and putting guardrails at, uh, around uh, algorithms gone crazy.
1: Turning more specifically to this new initiative, what will the software being developed under it ultimately look like or do well, when implemented?
0: Well, it's not software, really. I mean, the, the reason why you call them black box is that, you know, you and I can't understand this. I mean, you have some of the brightest minds in the, in, 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 uh, in the world um, it's it's mathematical, right? It's 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 programmatic. So you're not going to get an app that um, uh, that helps you understand it. Um, uh, listen, some of the an easier way of looking at it is that you know some of the discussions are around giving users the degree to which they can control what they see, mm-hmm. um, and uh, and also a degree of understanding why they see what they see. So part of that is already there. So if you click on an ad, for example, on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram, you can see why it was presented to you. Uh, that you fall under a particular demographic, that you fall under a specific gender, that you have these interests, and that is why ad was presented to you. So that's actually, uh, you know, somewhat of a recent development. Um, but the end goal of this actually is what you call back-end. It's to help the companies themselves figure out before th- the content is presented to you, right. which is, in a sense, too late, right? I mean, the presentation of it is, itself is the problem. Uh, and then it kind of helps them figure out, okay, Um, This is what we understand to be mimetically harmful. This is what we understand to be going after a targeted or a protected community or a specific gender or a specific religion or a specific sexual identity or a a specific language or a specific religious belief. That might not be immediately evident to the software that the companies use to determine harmful content. And then you have this whole discussion about what is harmful content, what is violent extremism. So it's not exactly software that the, that the initiative is, is, is looking at in that strict sense of the term. Um, but it is what uh, is, is powering what we consume on our news feeds that we are glued to 24-7. So it's actually fundamentally important because it shapes the perceptions of the world that we have. Um, But it's not necessarily going to result in anything that we can download and install on our smartphones that help us understand what is going on.
1: Um, Right, of course. So this initiative is also notably missing the big players Mm. like Facebook and Google. Mm. What will this mean for the success of the project?
0: Well, it's fundamental, right? I mean, that is is really the elephant in the room. Microsoft and Twitter are, in the industry, relatively small, right? Microsoft has LinkedIn. uh, Twitter is uh, minuscule in comparison to, uh, I think, nearly 3 billion users now on Meta. So Uh, all of Facebook's platforms, Instagram pages, groups, uh, you know, the the whole cornucopia of uh, product and platform surfaces. So it is absolutely fundamental that Meta and Facebook join the fold. Uh, And I'm rooting for PM Ardern and President Macron to convince them to join the fold. And I can see that in the resistance to joining the fold lies also an answer to, I think, what you're trying to get at, which is that the industry isn't used to this kind of scrutiny. And there is a gap between the public pronouncement around what they've done and are doing to reduce the harm and the independent scrutiny that this kind of initiative kind of, you know, sets sets the bar around such that, you know, there are researchers and others outside these companies who actually the sunlight of scrutiny around what, what the algorithms are doing. So the short answer is that we really hope that Facebook uh, and Google, which, as you know, owns and controls my, uh, YouTube as well, uh, join the fold um, because that that really would make a, a, a huge difference. And of course, TikTok, right? I mean, um, you know, there are there are there are platforms that that really are uh, really important to be part of this initiative that aren't yet.
1: My last question for you today is: um, Are you hopeful mm-hmm. about any real change happening in this area to reduce online radicalism? Um,
0: I think uh, a cautious optimism uh, and a radical hope is essential when you do this kind of work. Um, let me also say that one of the things that we need to tackle is the elephant another elephant in the room which is Telegram. Uh, which is this app platform and app surface that is not algorithmically uh, determined um that is not part of the Christchurch call at all will never be part of the Christchurch call and is a hellscape for harmful content. Um you know explicitly violent extremist material that is actually quite horrible and it is, uh, you know, fairly prevalent in its use and growing in Aotearoa, New Zealand. So you have a a, a complexity of the landscape, um, but these kinds of initiatives that PM Ardern and President Macron and the Christchurch call lead, along with Aotearoa, New Zealand, as a global beacon in what should be the world as it should be, not the world as it is, I think is fundamentally important as markers for what we should be getting To words as opposed to a resignation that says these things can never be changed. So it is a check on industry, it is an aspiration, and it is a process through which, through scrutiny, we can all better understand how algorithms help shape our perceptions of the world. Thanks for listening to Radio One Ninety One FM podcast. All of our content lives online at r1.co.nz.